Good morning, all listeners. It's Sunday, May 28th, 2023. It's 8.30 a.m. Pacific time, and this is episode 249 of Ball Talk with Boogie and the Baron. Ah, Boogie! And I am the Baron. Ladies and gentlemen, happy Sunday, fun day. Memorial Day weekend is upon us. I hope you guys all had a miraculous day yesterday and you guys have a fun day today grilling out hanging out with family and cashing tickets baby man it's sunday fun day baby it's boogie here we are ready to go we've had a fantastic weekend already exciting games yesterday my brother and just can't wait to talk about them and give you out some of our plays today We're going to talk about a whole lot of things today on this beautiful Sunday morning. It is the Sunday before Memorial Day. Tomorrow is Memorial Day. It's Memorial Day weekend. I hope everyone had a good couple of days here. Um, Last Sunday, you know, we had a great Sunday card. Like I said yesterday, 13-3 and for both of us. Looking to build on that Sunday momentum. Sunday has just been our best day of the week to bet. And uh, today's card looks juicy. Um... I know my personal card, I have an average line value of plus 101, so my value is there. Um, We have a lot of games we agree on. Boogie's got some totals to give out to you guys today. We have a few games we disagree on, which will be fun. I got a couple of uh, just long shots today as well, (laughs) which we'll talk about. Um, We'll also talk about uh, two game sevens, well, one game seven and one game six that's going to occur. We will wrap up the show with that, and we'll dive into it Obviously, we had the Knights lose last night to the Stars, and now Game 6 will be tomorrow night uh, in Dallas. Uh, Knights win, they go to the Stanley Cup. Stars win, they even the series and make a Game 7 on Wednesday. And then uh, also, you uh, in one of the best playoff games of all time, the uh, Boston Celtics at the buzzer forces Game 7. I mean, amazing. We said yesterday that... If necessary, we'll talk about one or both of these games, we and we're going to talk about both of them. Yeah, it was uh, kind of disheartening for a Vegas fan here last night as the Knights went ahead and uh, unfortunately uh, gave up two goals in the third to be able to lose that game 4-2 to two to yeah. the Stars uh, and wind up now having to go back to Dallas for maybe a nerve-wracking game six. Yeah. Uh, the effort... Uh, was there. I just don't think that they played with enough desperation. No, uh, the desperation was there, though, for the Dallas Stars. And now the Dallas Stars get their captain back for Game 6 and Jamie Benn after being suspended for two games uh, on that uh, cross-check against Mark Stone. So we shall see what happens. Um, obviously, we got a Game 7 in the NHL coming back to Vegas if necessary. Yep. Uh, but we'd like to close it out tomorrow yeah. night. So we shall see what happens. 5 o'clock Pacific time and uh, get ready for some action there. Yeah. Game 7. My goodness. A Game 7 in the Heat-Celtics game. Unbelievable game yesterday. Heat were down big, come back, and wind up having to lose pretty much at the buzzer with 0.1 seconds left on a tip-in. And uh, now we got a Game 7. Yes, we will dive into both of those games to end our show today. Um, That was one of the best games I ever seen. And you have the Dallas Stars on the other side of uh, trying to 
do exactly what Boston is doing right now, and that's to force a game seven after being down three games to zero. Um, you have, it's weird how the NBA and the NHL, two different sports, the same thing's happening. Uh, the it's Florida, weird. Florida Panthers and Denver Nuggets swept. They're just sitting there chilling. And then you had Vegas and Miami grow this 3-0 lead, and uh, Boston eliminates that and wins three in a row to get game seven. Dallas, one more game, they'll do the same exact thing. It's crazy. And um, it's I love – I always love the NBA and NHL playoffs. And this year it's going to just be side-by-side. Side. I mean, you can pretty much expect the NBA Finals and the Stanley Cup Finals to take place pretty much at the same time. Yeah, usually the NHL is about a week ahead of them. Yeah. Uh, so we shall see what happens uh, with – the scheduling, the way it's going to be, it's been yeah. really set up awesome. So I can't wait to see the action, though. But really weird how uh, the Florida Panthers wound up in this um, miraculous run. They're the eighth seed in yeah. the Eastern Conference in the NHL. And yeah. being able to upset the best overall in history, Boston Bruins, in the first round after being down big time with them and come back. And then you also have the Denver Nuggets on the NBA side yep. as the number one seed in the West just take care of our business against the Lakers. And uh, 4-0 sweep there, 4-0 yeah. sweep with the uh, wound up losing to the uh, – the Hurricanes wound up losing to Florida in that last uh, series. So yep. it's going to be unbelievable to see who the matchups are uh, with the next final games coming up. And uh, it's just – Breathtaking, really awesome. It's amazing. Those games will be tomorrow. We'll wrap up those two series uh, to end our show today. And today, I'm really feeling it, man. Uh, Thirteen and three for both of us on last Sunday's show, and uh, we have sixteen more games to try to go thirteen and three again. Um, I'm really feeling confident about the games we have on tap. We do have our early 8.35 a.m. Peacock game getting ready to start, and that's the Dodgers and the Rays. Um, you guys can catch that game on Peacock. They actually just threw the first pitch. Fleming is on the mound for the Rays with Stone on the mound for the Dodgers. So if you guys want to check that game out, go tune in on Peacock. If you don't have Peacock, it's only like 5 bucks a month. Um, let's get into it, though, man. We got yeah. all-day baseball. Um it's what Sunday Fun Day is for. It's baseball season, and it's getting great. 10.35 a.m. Pacific is the first pitch of our first game two hours from now. So plenty of time for you guys to give this give this pod a listen and because we're going to give out a lot of winners today, and this is one of our first ones that I feel really confident about. Boogie, it's game three for the Yankees and Padres from Yankee Stadium, and the Padres won game 1-5-1, and yesterday the Yankees won 3-2 in 10 innings. So... Rubber match of a three-game set from Yankee Stadium. Two horses on the mound, and you, Darvish, and Garrett Cole, both aces for respective staffs. Um, big rubber match here. Padres are uh, seven and a half back of the Dodgers in the West, and the Yankees are seven back in the East. Both firmly in the hunt in the wild card, though, um, as you take a peek at the wild card standings. The, uh, the Yankees actually hold the third wild card in the American League. And the Padres are only two and a half back of the wild card in the National League. Big game, playoff implication, two aces, two potential, could be a World Series matchup, who knows. Yankees-Padres, game three, rubber match, who are we going with? I mean, the Yankees still are struggling a little bit with their injuries here. 
Uh, but they got their ace on the mound with Garrett Cole. Uh, has not lost a game, knock on wood. 5-0 uh, so far with a 2-5-3 ERA. Against the Padres with Hugh Darvish on the mound, he's still having an okay season. He's only 3-3, three three though. Padres on the road here. I know that Tatis is back. Uh, he did some taunting uh, after hitting a home run the other night. Yeah. I don't think the Yankees like that too much. I'm going with the Yankees and their horse on the mound today, only laying 133. Yep. Yankees, money line, minus 133. I'm with you 100%, Boogie. I think our first play is spot on. I like the Yankees. I've backed Garrett Cole almost every time he pitches, and he's been lights out. He is the uh, number one Cy Young candidate in the American League with his 2-5-3 ERA and 67-2-3rds, and 5-0 and record. Garrett Cole pitching like a man possessed, and that combined with the Yankees' bats will get the job done. Yankees win today against the Padres and take two or three all day long. Rangers and the Orioles is our second game, also at 10.35. You have the Rangers actually going for a sweep of the Baltimore Orioles at Camden Yards today, and the Rangers are one of the hottest teams in baseball. Winners of four consecutive games, Boogie. Um, Very, very interesting here. And the Rangers are currently 33-18. They lead the West, and they're the number two seed in the American League as it sits today. Baltimore's 33-19, half game back of the Rangers, but the number one wild card spot at uh, three games up in that area. So two good baseball teams. It's well documented how Baltimore is very good, um, and they can hit. And uh, Texas going for a sweep. Texas is uh, historically not good against the AL East, but they're on fire right now. So what gives with Rangers Orioles today at ten thirty five? Uh yeah, I mean just like you said, I mean they they've been struggling over their history over the last several uh, seasons against the AL East here, and they put Corey Bradford out there zero um, and one right now with a ten e eight zero ERA. Uh, Bradish has been not too bad. He's 2-1 with a 4-3-4 ERA here. Uh, Rangers bats, though, I believe can also uh, stroke a little bit here with the Orioles as well. I'm going to go with the total here. Uh, I like the total here. I like over. Over 9 is the is the total. Minus 105. Uh, so you're not laying much here. And I, I think that the, both uh, offenses light it up. Give me over 9 in this game. Just like yesterday, we had a lot of two-way plays, and I wanted to tell you, out of those six two-way plays, we hit four of them. So That's not those, bad. Those two-way plays are lethal. Um, a good opportunity for you guys to flat bet the side and the total and really come up some units whenever we give out these two-way plays. I'm going with the Texas Rangers to sweep Baltimore today. They are on absolute fire. You know how baseball is, Boogie. It is trendy and Texas is playing some good baseball. You look at their lineup, and it's absolutely loaded. Um, Cody Bradford's only pitched five innings this year, so don't get too hung up on that 10 ERA. He just pitched five innings and gave up some hits and runs. I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world, but I'm with you. High-scoring affair. I think the Rangers can get it done here and out-hit the Orioles. Rangers in a slugfest. Great value, too, uh, to uh, to Texas Rangers. I was going to say Tampa, Baltimore, (laughs) Toronto. Texas Rangers are plus $1.36, and we're going to take the Rangers to win this game at the value price of plus $1.36. 
We have two 1040 games, Boogie. We head mm. to Comerica Park in Detroit, Michigan for the White Sox and the Tigers. The White Sox currently are down two games to one in this series, and they're looking to get a 2-2 split in Detroit. When you take a look at the American League Central, it's well documented that this is a very winnable division for whoever wants it outside of the Kansas City Royals. Mm. Chicago is six back. They are having a tough start to the season, 22-32. and 32. Tigers are 24-26. and 26. They're two back of the Twinkies. Um, interesting divisional matchup here. Tigers going for a three out of four series win. White Sox looking to even the series. Two aces, too. Dylan Cease and Eddie Rodriguez. Should be a good baseball game. Yeah, Eduardo Rodriguez has actually been pitching pretty well this year. So far, 4-4 four and four with the 2-1-9 ERA. Dylan Cease is looking to capture uh, his career uh, record over the Tigers here. Has uh, been very well documented. And I like the White Sox here. You're only laying 110 on the road. Um, expect the unexpected here. I like the White Sox, minus 110. Uh, with the uh, home favorite, uh, the the road favorite here, minus one ten. Very small, essentially a pick 'em. I love Dylan Cease. I think he gets back on track. He's gotten touched up his last couple of outings. I think this Detroit lineup is the perfect recipe for Dylan Cease to get back on track. Eddie Rodriguez has been wonderful, two point one nine ERA and sixty one and two thirds. He's been great, but I think the White Sox can squeak by here. And he, it's probably going to be low scoring as well. As you can see, the total only being eight. Um, I can see Dylan Cease getting back on track. I'm with you 100% of the way. Boogie and I both on the White Sox at that small price. White Sox win today and get a 2-2 series split into Detroit. Side note here also, if you're back in trends, Chicago is 5-0 and in their last five games following a loss. And also, Detroit's 1-4 in their last five games following a win. So Detroit won yesterday. Yep. And Chicago uh, lost yesterday. Everything lines up. That's more data to back the White Sox today with their horse, Dylan Cease, on the mound. Let's take the White Sox to win the Tigers. Win against the Tigers. Salvage a 2-2 split in the series. Our other 10-40 game today is from Progressive Field in Cleveland, Ohio, where the Cleveland Guardians are taking on the St. Louis Cardinals. This is the third game of a three-game set. This is also the rubber match as the Guardians won 4-3 on Friday and St. Louis won 2-1 in extra innings yesterday. Um, That was actually one of our winners, one of our two-way winners. We had Cardinals to the under. Um, So we look to bounce back again today and and keep this train rolling within this series. And you have a Cardinals team with Jordan Montgomery on the mound against Hunter Gaddis, two pitchers who have been very subpar this year. But I'm telling you right now, when you take a look at what this means from a playoff perspective, the Guardians are obviously in the very winnable American League Central, only four and a half back. And the St. Louis Cardinals are in the very winnable National League Central, four games back with us under six under 500 record. Both of these central divisions are wide open. Wide, wide open. And I'll tell you what, the Cardinals are playing some really good baseball. At the start of the season, we thought they'd be a perennial contender to potentially win the National League pennant. Mm. Anytime you have the two best players in each position on the corners with Goldie and Nolan Arenado, you have a good opportunity to really make some noise come October. With that being said, two subpar pitchers. Where are we going here, Boogie? This is a very interesting Cardinals-Guardians. Neither of these teams can really hit, and it's kind of an inflated total. It's funny that you say that they neither can hit very well. Guardians are one of the worst offensive teams in the major leagues this year. Uh, So I'm leaning here as Cardinals, like you said, 
Four to three, two to one, uh, seven total runs first game, three total runs the second game. I look for the same trend here. Eight and a half is the total here. I'm going with the under. Under is my play at minus 110. Uh, not bad at all, and I think oh. that trend stays. This is two-way play number two. Make sure you guys jot these down. On the year, we're hitting in that 60 to 70% realm on these of sweeping both side and total. I'm taking the Cardinals. Cleveland can't hit. We know that. Cardinals got some pop in their lineup, though, and I think that's going to be the difference. I think the pitching matchup is even. I just think the Cardinals are the better baseball team right now, and I think they're playing better baseball overall. So I'm going to take the St. Louis Cardinals to take two or three from the Guardians and get another victory and take two or three. Cardinals minus $1.34. Good value there on the card to go on the road and beat the Guardians who have trouble putting bat on ball. Okay? Eleven ten games. We have three games boogie at eleven ten a.m. this morning, and it begins in Milwaukee with the Brewers and the Giants. Very interesting matchup here, as the Giants are actually trying to go for a four-game sweep in Milwaukee. Both of these teams are trending trending in opposite directions. When this series started. The Brewers were three games better than the Giants, and now they have the same exact record. Giants are 27 and 25. They're four and a half back of the Dodgers, and they currently hold the last wild card spot in the National League. Very, very interesting. Also, with the Brewers, with their 27 and 25 record, that gives them a half game lead on the Pittsburgh Pirates, who are also not playing very good baseball right now. And I'll tell you what, man, I usually don't like road sweeps, but man, Alex Cobb has been a perennial all-star this season and 58 innings pitch he's four and one with a 217 era going against colin ria who has got he is susceptible to getting touched up here man did you say uh ria ria yeah i mean here here's the thing the giants here have owned the brewers right now come in win 15 15 to 1 they crushed them the first game second game they beat them as well five nothing shutout then 15 to 1 yesterday in game two um, all I can tell you is is that on this way here, you've got the Brewers just struggling. The Giants put up a great uh, Alex Cobb, great pitcher here. Give me the Giants. Giants owning them. Brewers are in the opposite direction here, and uh, the Giants are starting to make some, some noise here. Give me minus 123 Giants to win and do the sweep. I am all over that, man. The Giants are on fire. They have worked their way into the postseason race just by winning these few games. Milwaukee is struggling offensively, struggling as a ball club, and Alex Cobb's going to shut them down. Um, the Brewers aren't really known for their offense. They're more known for their pitching. And I think Alex Cobb is going to shut them down. I think this is an easy win. San Francisco Giants minus 123 to sweep the Milwaukee Brewers. Our second 11-10 game today is going to be the Blue Jays and the Twins. This is an interesting one, Boogie. Interesting. You got a couple of playoff contenders here with similar records also. Toronto's 27 and 26. Minnesota's 27 and 25. You got Jose Barrios against Bailey Ober is our pitching matchup. And this is actually the rubber match of a three-game set. Blue Jays won on Friday 3-1. Twins won yesterday 9-7. They really got the bats going. Twins are first in the Central, two games up on Detroit. The Blue Jays, although they're 27 and 26 and 10 and a half games back of the American League East, they only sit three and a half back of the wild card. Mm -hmm. Both these teams are in the mix. 
What gives here, man? This is a, a very good matchup for Minneapolis today. Yeah, I like the pitching matchup here. Uh, Blue Jays have been very disappointing, though, with a couple of their key uh, uh, offensive <laughs> weapons here with Vlad Guerrero and company. Um, Bichette's been doing what he does, uh, but they have been struggling a little bit. I'm going with a total here. I think Ober is a pretty good pitcher. He's got that 2.55 ERA. They're at home on the Twins. Um, I'm going to go ahead, and I'm taking the under under eight and a half runs. Um, I think Barrios can go ahead and deal a little bit as well. So I like the pitching duel here at eight and a half runs. Uh, you're looking at minus one ten. All right, minus one ten. Uh, under under eight and a half, minus one ten. This is our third two way play today, folks. I'm getting excited in a low scoring affair. I like the Twins to take two or three at home. Bailey Ober, since he came back from injury, he didn't start the season. He was rehabbing. And since he's been back, he has been absolutely lights out for this team. He's pitched 35 and a third. He's 3-1 and one with an under one whip and a 2.55 ERA. He's money. I think Bailey Ober. And Barrios had a great outing his last time out. Mm. <clears throat> and Barrios has flip-flopped like this all year. Yeah. If you pay attention to Barrios' starts, he throws a gem and a quality start. Or he gets tagged. And I think it, it, you can tell by the 4-4, four 4-2-2 four, four, two, two ERA, it's exactly what happens to him. He either throws six innings and gives up a run or two, or he throws four innings and gives up six runs. Right. I kind of like the latter. I think Barrios gets touched up. I'm taking them. Small home dog here, Minnesota Twins, plus 102. Great value on the Twinkies today. They will beat Toronto and take two out of three. Now, We've agreed or split on the first six games. These last several games are going to get a little dicey for me and Boogie, and it's going to get kind of fun because Boogie stuck to the book, and I went off the rails and took some risks. And we're going to see. Hopefully it all pans out the way it's supposed to. Our first drink bet of the day, Kauffman Stadium in Kansas City, the Lowly Royals, 15-38. and 38. Would people call me crazy if I were to say the Royals and the Athletics were both going to win a baseball game today, Boogie? Oh uh, yeah. All right, great. I love it. Fifteen and thirty-eight, seven and twenty-one at home. Second worst team in all of baseball. Washington Nationals are going for a three-game sweep of the Royals. They have Mackenzie Gore on the mound, who's been good. Daniel Lynch making his season debut. Supposed to be a staple in this Kansas City rotation, and uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, Washington, despite their 23-29 and 29 record, is only three and a half back of the National League wild card. And I told you this before the show started, the NL is so stacked this year and evenly matched that the last place team, the Chicago Cubs, have the worst record in the National League, and they're only four games back of the wild card. Crazy. This is going to be a wild summer in the National League. But we have a good matchup here. Nationals, Royals, who... What gives here? Nationals going to get a sweep or Kansas City going to salvage one? I mean, have you already done your pick? <laughs> oh, I'm, yeah, I'm giving, I'm taking Kansas City. Uh, Kansas City <laughs> is even money. And uh, I'm taking the Royals today to salvage a game. I think, I'm not a big fan of debuts, but I think Daniel Lynch, the lefty, is good. Washington struggles to hit lefties, and I think Kansas City gets a win here. Drink bet number one, my man. Well, I just have one thing to say about that. You're sick. I'm sick. Yes. Oh, and, and, and as this card goes, I only get sicker. <laughs> and the Nationals go ahead. And just like you said, you normally don't back 
uh, pitchers that have their major league debuts nope. uh, or have come back off injury uh, and have been out of the game for a little bit. The Nationals are on fire right now. And you've got Gore on the mound at a 3-3, uh, 3-8-8 ERA with a 3-3 three and three record right now. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to double down on that. I'm oh. taking the Nationals minus one and a half runs. Plus $1.45 for max value here. Whoa. The Royals are horrendous. They're just behind the A's as one of the worst teams in baseball. Yep. The Nationals are 5-2 and two in their last seven interleague games. Uh, they're also uh, playing a team that is not very good. And uh, the Royals are just uh, just that. Give me the Nationals. Minus one and a half, plus $1.45. Take care of business. I think that solidifies that we're both sick because I'm taking the Kansas City Royals who have 15 wins. And instead of just laying a minus 110 flat bet on the Nationals to win the game, you got to be all sick yes. and lay the run and a half yes. on a pick em. Yes. You're a sick man. I'm catching off max value plus 145. You know what's funny about that, though, too, Boogie, is... If you bet the Royals money line at plus money and you bet Washington minus one and a half at plus money, as long as Washington does not win this game by one run and burn both of us, Mm. you're going to at least break even. That's the beauty of it. We're an investment. We're investment specialists, right? Look at that. As long as the Nationals don't lose by one, we at least break even. Yeah. If Washington wins by one and a half, we win a little bit of money. If Casey upsets them like I think they're going to, we're just breaking even. Right. Fun stuff. Good stuff. I want to go sit the book with you all day and watch this transpire. <laughs> let's prop bet that uh, <coughs> let's prop, and then we can throw a future on there that Washington wins by exactly one run and get three plus monies and guarantee money. Oh. Man, this is fun. Eleven ten games have commenced. Uh, Giants, Brewers, Blue Jays, Twins, Nationals, Royals. We move on. Eleven twenty. You're sick. Are you? Reds and the Cubs. Reds are going for the sweep here. Boogie took the first two games of this three-game set at Wrigley. 9-0 and 8-5. I said before, the Cubs got the worst record in the National League. Drew Smiley coming off injury. He hasn't pitched in about three weeks. But when he has pitched, he's been very effective. If you remember, he was one out away from a perfect game, and he did not get it. Graham Ashcraft. Man, as much as I rode him, in the early stages of the season, he has been getting tagged essentially every single time he takes them out. But I don't know about this, Boogs. You look at these two ball clubs. Both these teams are four and four and a half back, respectively, in the National League Central. Then um, you look at the wild card and four and three and a half back of the wild card. Two teams that have sub-500 records that are still in the playoff hunt right now. And um, the Cubs have lost three straight games. Um and they're laying a bit of a premium here, don't you think? A minus 170. Um, where are you going with Cubs and Reds? Uh, Drew Smiley is actually on a uh, all-star tear right now, coming off of a small injury. So he comes back now 5-1 and one with a 2.93 ERA. Uh, I think the Cubs break out against Ashcraft. He's just not a very good pitcher. Uh, and the Cubs are due, I think. So I'm going to go ahead, max value again. I'm taking the Cubs on the run line, minus one and a half, plus 125. I think they can get it done. Um, clear pitching edge for the home team here. And I, I believe Ashcraft, Ashcraft, Ashcraft. Ashcraft will go ahead and get whooped on. So give me the Cubs. 
I'm taking the Reds in a sweep, and we have another drink bet scenario where if you bet the Reds' money line and the Cubs minus one and a half, plus 140, plus 125, as long as the Cubs don't win by one run, Boogie, we're going to make some money. <laughs> Holy cow. Um, amazing. I'm going against you. I'm taking the Reds to sweep. I think they are just playing better baseball right now, and they are going to get the W. Ashcraft gets back on track today for drink bet number two. Okay, let's move on. We move on to the afternoon games now, and we have a 12-10 matchup between the Mets and the Rockies from Coors Field. Man, the Mets really burned us yesterday, didn't sure they? Sure did. Uh, overcast for us. That was one of our two ways that did not work out, but like I told the audience, if you bet both of them straight, you would have broke even because mm. you lost the Mets, but you hit the over. They scored 17 runs yesterday, Boogie. Holy potatoes. 17 runs in the second game, 7 in the first game. What gives here, Boogs? We have a 1-1 series split. We have Tyler McGill on the mound, who's been great. We have Austin Gomber on the mound for the Rockies, who has not been great. But when you look at the perennial playoff uh, picture here, wow, P, triple P's. Triple P's. I'm pushing P, baby. <laughs> New York Mets. New York Mets four and a half back of the Braves in the East. Rockies nine back of the Dodgers. But then when you peek at the wild card standings, Boogie, the Mets are actually tied for one of the final wild card spots. And the Rockies are only four back of the wild card. This does have playoff implications to it. Mets have burned us so many times this year. They drive me nuts. I told you this before the show started. They're like the Dallas Cowboys of baseball. Wow. On paper, just such a good squad. Like, you look at their team and their pitching staff and all their pickups, you're like, wow, this team's going to win the World Series. Oh, no, this team's going to go 500 through the first 53 games. That makes sense. What gives here Mets-Rockies rubber match of a three-game set at Coors Field here today? Yeah, Mets have been a little bit disappointing uh, so far so uh, this year. But they are playing uh, against the Rockies here that are not very good. Uh, offense is probably going to have uh, both an A-plus today. Uh, that's why the total is 12 and a half runs here. I'm staying away from that total. They probably get over here, yeah. but I'm going to go with the Mets here. They're the better team. Uh, Gomber is not very good. I think the Mets can take advantage of that, and uh, Tyler McGill will do enough to be able to get the W. They're only laying 141 on the road. I'll take the Mets minus 141 on the money line. I'm with you, my friend. The Mets to beat the Rockies and take two out of three from Colorado at Coors Field, and it's starting to put. They're starting to put together a uh, similar season to what they did the last couple of years. If you look, the Rockies are 500 at home, with a record of 14 and 14, and then they are 11 and 16 on the road. So. With that being said, though, Mets get this game. They bounce back from yesterday's loss, and Tyler McGill makes it happen. Mets money line, and side note, that is my highest amount of juice I am laying on today's card. So, both of us are on the Mets, and now the fun starts, Boogie. Uh -huh. We have two 107 games. The first 107 game pits the Houston Astros and the Oakland A's. Oakland A's are the on pace to probably be the worst team in the history of baseball. 10 and 44, 5 and 22 at home, just an absolute dumpster fire. Uh, I'd say there'll be sellers at the deadline, but they don't really have anybody to sell. <laughs> there ain't much to sell. To sell the team and they, come to Vegas. They already sold the team to Vegas and we're now now we got to knock out the Tropicana for this 
miserable baseball team that resides up in Oakland. I just hope when they come to Vegas that they turn things around and make the right decisions in the front office and be competitive for once. Mm. Uh, shout out to my guy Tim Kirchner. I've been watching him since I was a little little itty bitty boy, and I gotta say he hit some really good points. The A's just do not field a very good baseball team, and their front office made a very series of bad choices. And there you are, ten wins and forty four losses against the Astros, who are thirty and twenty one. Stroh's won 5-2-6-3, and six, three, easy run lines. The A's have actually lost uh, 10 games in a row. And how about this? They are 1-22 in day games. Wow. Look at this, Boogie. 1-22 wow. in day games. Not very good. And what's today? It's a day game. <laughs> They've won one day game and lost 22 of them. What, uh, what's happening here? Wow. I mean, if max value here, I mean, if you can find a book to lay two and a half runs, I take the Astros. Here, I'm going to just take the Astros, minus one and a half, minus a dollar sixty, call it a day. Easy peasy winner here. Astros, minus one and a half for Boogie. Javier's on the mound. Luis Medina's on the mound. Uh, actually, again, another former Yankee that was in the uh, the minor leagues for the Yankees yeah. uh, in that trade last year. He's 0-3 with a 6.45 ERA. But, you know, some of the – I think he got a bad rap here with these minor league pitchers that the Yankees gave up because – Obviously, you need also some offense to be able to, uh, you know, just because you pitch pretty well, you can't back anybody that's going to go ahead and and uh, play with just two players that might might be okay. Mm-hmm. Give me the Astros max value minus one and a half minus a dollar sixty. You told me I was sick earlier. Are you ready for me to get really really sick? Sure. What like you got deathly sick. Uh huh. I told you before we recorded this that I like Luis Medina. And you said, how do you like him? He has a 6.45 ERA. Right, right, right. I just, I've been monitoring this kid since he was a youngster in the Yankees farm system. And you guys are going to just call me crazy, but I'm making a wild off-the-rails prediction here, Boogie. Tell me about it. The Oakland Athletics are going to win a baseball game today. They got 10 losses in a row. Yep, and they're going to break the streak. Medina throws a... I don't. I was going to say no-hitter. I don't want to go that far. Come on, man. Luis Medina throws a good game, and the Oakland A's win a game. Come on. Plus 234. You're sick. I am. Give me the Oakland A's, and if they don't win today, I'll probably never give them out again. Oakland A's will win today. Baron's bold prediction on this beautiful Sunday, my friend. Listeners, you know who to back. All right, we'll see what happens. Go A's! I'm counting on you guys. I'm counting on you guys. There is a team that will win in that matchup, and they do start with an A, but it's definitely not going to end, <laughs> end with an apostrophe S. I got the wrong A. Yeah. All right, I'm, I'm taking the stab at it, though. Boogie on Astros run line at minus 1.5, minus 160. I'm taking the stab of a lifetime at the Oakland A's plus 234. I just don't get it, man. I think you're just playing around. I mean, what do you do? Just bet against them every game? Yes! I guess you could. Yes! You'd be doing, you'd be doing pretty good if yes. you did. Yes, yes. Just lay lay the lumber. Yes, all year. Okay. Angels and the Marlins, uh, our second 107 game. This is a pretty fun one as well. Um, Angels just back-to-back losses. Marlins are going for a sweep. Angels just... I just hope that it's not the same old Angels. I really want to see them in the postseason book, and I don't know if I'm going to... It's just the same old story. You got you got two good players, mediocre pitching, mediocre surrounding role players, mediocre bullpen, bad management. I mean, it's just I don't get it, um, and it's tough. 
I thought that they take they can't even win with Otani on the mound. I mean, what's going on here? Ten you know? strikeouts. What are we talking about? Yesterday. That's what I'm saying. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? What are we talking about? Miami Marlins are four and a half back of the Braves. Not too bad. Uh, the Angels now are eight, uh, six back of the Rangers, but. In these wild card chases right now, Angels are only two and a half back of the AL wild card, and the Marlins actually are uh, tied for one of the spots. So the Marlins could get into the postseason. They'd be in right now if the season ended today. And I think the Marlins are just playing better baseball at this point, Book. I really do. And I think uh, the Angels just don't have the juice. And Yuri Perez is on the mound. And if you remember, he's a rookie phenom. He made his first start uh, a few weeks ago. He's 1-1 one one with a 3.86, pitching very well in the majors. He was the Marlins' number one prospect, and they brought him up. They're in win-now mode, and I like them to win now. Plus $1.16, plus money price. I love the price. I love the team. I'll take the Marlins. Yeah, Yuri Perez has been pretty pretty good, obviously. Not pitched a lot, but he's 1-1 one one with a 3.86. Uh, Sandoval, not bad. 3-3, three 3-4-7. Three, three, uh, Marlins are five and one in their last six interleague games. Also, um, I like Perez here. He's a young pitcher. Um, he shows some solid stuff, and um, I think that the last few weeks too, uh, they've been able to. Uh, Marlins have been able to get to lefties. So Sandoval is a lefty. I'm going to go ahead and take my chances here. Marlins on the road plus a dollar fifteen. There it is, plus one fifteen, plus money everywhere. Give me the Marlins at plus money. Red Sox and Diamondbacks. Um, this is interesting. The uh, D-backs have lost the first two games, and they've actually quietly lost three games in a row. Um, I don't know if it's falling apart for them or not. They got Merrill Kelly on the mound. Oh, wow. They Yeah, they do have Merrill Kelly on the mound. And he is, uh, ever since being a uh, staple into the World Baseball Classic squad who lost in the finals to Japan, um, Merrill Kelly is just keeping that train rolling with his pitching. Tanner Huck. <laughs> Is on the mound for Boston. <laughs> I love doing that. Tanner Hilk uh, Tanner on the mound. Um, better than his ERA indicates, I think. And you have the Red Sox today going for a three-game sweep. I mean, they're uh, right there in the thick of things in the wild card race. You know, one of those AL East teams, two back of the wild card, not too bad, sitting pretty. Diamondbacks are still the number one wild card. So two perennial wild card contenders here. Boogie, what is going to happen here? Are the Diamondbacks going to salvage a game here, or are the Red Sox going to go for the sweep? Yeah, I like the uh, Diamondbacks here. Uh, Kelly is actually pitching pretty well, 5-3 and three with a 2980 ERA. Uh, they are winning about 60% of their matchups, too, when they are favored. Uh, they are also at home today. And the Red Sox, even though they have won, they haven't been scoring. Uh, and I like the Diamondbacks to go ahead and touch up Hauk today. Uh, so give me the Diamondbacks minus $1.15. All right, my friend. This is going to be our fourth of five drink. Uh, well, we'll see about other sports. But in baseball, our fourth of five drink bets. I just think the Red Sox are hot right now. They're dominating 7-2, 2-1, winning all types of ways. I think uh, Diamondbacks are in for a rude awakening, and I'll take Boston with Tanner <laughs> to get the win. <laughs> Drink bet number four. Um, our last afternoon game before we get into Sunday night baseball pits my Pittsburgh, my beloved Pittsburgh Pirates against the Seattle Mariners. And sometimes I love riding the Pirates just because I love them so much, but they drive me crazy. It's like being in love with like a crazy girlfriend. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. you love her, but she drives you crazy. Yeah. That's what the Pittsburgh Pirates are to me. Um, I love them, but they drive me absolutely nuts. Um, then you look at Seattle, Marco nuts. Gonzalez. I'm nuts, I'm sick. <laughs> Marco Gonzalez has uh, been up and down. He is having the similar year to Jose Barrios to where 
he gets touched up or he throws a gem. He has the wildest numbers I've ever seen. He's 4-1 and one on the season with a 5-6 ADRA. Luis Ortiz, a young pitcher for the Pirates, he is working his way. He's very in middle of the road as well. Um, this is game three of a uh, three-game series rubber match. Pirates won 11-6 on Friday night, gave me all the hope in the world, and we took a stab at them yesterday at almost 2-1 to one against Luis Castillo. And all Luis Castillo did was shut us out with a 5 nothing win. So now the M's looking to take 2-3 or three from the Pirates. Boogie, do they do it? Absolutely. I like the Mariners here and Marco Gonzalez at 4-1. Uh, his ERA is above 5. I normally don't back pitchers that have a 5 ERA, but the Pirates just are not a very good team right now. Uh, they are not they are big time struggling here. Uh, after an amazing start, they are starting to come back down to uh, reality. Uh, yeah. Sorry, sorry to say that, but yeah, they, they really are. Uh, they are six and sixteen in their last twenty two games. Um, Thirteen and thirty in their last forty three interleague road games. Um, here, so I, I'm going to go ahead and just take the better pitcher here and the Mariners. Bats, I think, can get to Ortiz uh, early and often. Give me the Mariners minus one thirty five. I mean, for us to start. You know, 20 wins and 8-9 losses or whatever it was and then go 6-16 six and 16 down the stretch. I mean, they're in danger of losing this game and being back to 500. After um, all that hard work. How are you 12 games over and now you're back to 500? Well, um, you're the Pirates. Yep. I'm taking the Mariners, too. I have no faith in these guys today. Um, I'm taking the Mariners on the money line to beat the Pirates. Take two or three. I just don't see us taking two or three from the M's. I think the M's get it done at home. Take them. Uh, that's on the ESPN Plus, by the way, for those of you that want to watch it. I'll take the Mariners to beat the Pirates. Sunday night baseball, our last game on our baseball card today. Bugs, Phillies, and the Braves. Phillies have woken up, tell you that much. Um, very bad start for them, but they got Bryce Harper back. They picked up Trey Turner for a reason this offseason. Their lineup is stacked. They know how to win games. They went to the World Series last year because they got hot at the right time. You remember that run they went on last year? Yeah. They're like in the same spot as they were last year right now. They were flirting around 500, turned it on late, got a wild card spot, went all the way to the World Series. If you get in the dance, you have a chance. We say that That's in every right. sport. And, 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 I mean, look, you have Florida Atlantic and March Madness. you got the 8-seed Florida Panthers. You have the 8-seed Miami Heat in the East Finals Game 7. You, get, you had the freaking last team in the dance in the National League uh, wild card race. The Phillies go to the World Series playing the Padres, who are also in the wild card round. So, yep. anything can freaking happen. We know that. We know that. Phillies Braves, though, Spencer Strider has been lights out. Cy Young candidate, 4-2 with a 2-9-7. He's lights out. Dylan Covey, though, coming over. Um, he's only pitched nine innings this year. He has a three ERA for the Phils. Um, I always talk about uh, uh, football being the Sunday night fixed game, and uh, this looks like the Sunday night fixed game. And uh, I'm wondering where you're going to go with this matchup of the Braves and the Phils. Uh, you know, you've uh, you've really been putting in some good uh, good ideas in my head in regards to this Phillies team and everything and the Sunday night fix game and whatever. Yep. But I like the Braves. I, I like the Braves today. I think Strider takes care of business. He's been dealing all season long. Uh, under three ERA, four and two overall. The Braves are at home uh, in prime time. I'm going to go ahead and double down on my theory here. Give me the Braves, minus one and a half runs, take care of business, and shut down those bats of the Phillies. Minus only $1.30. 
I get that Spencer Strider has been unhittable, but I don't cap or bet games based off of the pitching matchup only. Do the Braves have the edge in the pitching matchup? Yes, they do. Do the Braves potentially have the edge in the lineup? Maybe. I would argue that the Phillies lineup is just as potent as the Braves lineup. So what does this boil down to? The Sunday night fixed game. (laughs) When I looked this morning and I saw 80% of the bets had money on the Braves. Money line and 80% of the bets had money on the Braves. Run line, I just said to myself, you know what? Everyone's going to get killed tonight because you work all day to just clean up on all these games leading up to the Sunday night game and then pow! You walk into work on Monday, a broke, sick fuck. <laughs> what? So, FCC. FCC. We're going to get sued. We're going to get canceled. Oh, God. But I'm okay with that. Boogie, my second long shot of the day, my friend. I gave out two $2 underdogs. This is my second one. Philadelphia Phillies plus 235. Holy potatoes. They're a bigger underdog than the A's. Mm-hmm. I got A's plus 234 and Phillies plus 235. And I'm not shocked that I have a DB circled next to it. Because Boogie would never take a $2 underdog. Nope. But I will because I'm sick. <laughs> taking the Phillies plus 235. And the beauty of taking the Phillies and the A's, you know what that means, Boogie? You win one, you're cashing money, baby. Yeah. Sunday night, it's a fix. Fix is on. Strider will pitch a gem, but they'll blow it late. Give me the Phillies plus 235 to beat the Braves. I'm sick. Mm. All right, folks. Baseball's over. we got to move on. Best bet? Yeah. Yeah, of course. That's where I was going. Took the words right out of my mouth. Let's go. It is best bet time. For baseball, best bet baseball. Interesting. Triple B's. Triple B's. Trying to figure out where to go today, man. It's a tough, tough racket today. I like a lot of these games relatively, like, equally. I like to try to stay away from road teams if I can. Um, I'm trying to figure out what to do. And I think, there it is. I'm going with Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole on the mound for the Yankees, minus $1.33 against the Padres. Best bet, New York Yankees VIP group that opens uh, next year. That would be something you have to pay for. That's I'm right. Taking the Yankees is my best bet. You know, I could go easy peasy here, take the Astros, minus one and a half max value, minus $1.60, because that's what will happen. But I'm going to give you one that's going to catch you some plus money here. All right. Give me the Nationals as Bookie's blockbuster best bet for wow. Sunday fun day. Nationals max bet minus one and a half runs plus $1.45. Right. Go cash it. You want to hit a two-teamer, go ahead and add those Astros in there. But uh, Boogie's Blockbuster Best Bet is going to be the Nationals, minus one and a half, plus $1.45. There it is. Boogie's Blockbuster Best Bet. Washington Nationals, minus one and a half, plus $1.45. Barron's Best Bet, New York Yankees, minus $1.23. And I want to thank you, my friend, for not sparing my feelings today on this Sunday because I want to let everybody know that yesterday Boogie was going to take the Texas Rangers as his best bet, but he didn't want to fade me. And you are a professional. There are no, there's no crying in baseball. There's no crying in sports betting. Boogie should have hit his best bet yesterday. We would have had a 2-0 sweep and made our clients a lot of money. 
but he spared my feelings. He went a different way, and he lost because of it. Let that be a lesson to you. Oh, Don't spare my feelings. I got thick skin. I can handle it. <laughs> I hope so. His best bet. Because there'll be a lot more oppos that we have. Yes, baby. Let's go. Thank you for not sparing my feelings, Boogie. Washington Nationals. Max bet whale play for Boogie on a minus 110, but he says take the run line at plus 145. That yes, is sir. juicy. Let's go. Yankees Nationals, that, that'll cost you about 100 bucks here in the future, so get it while it's hot. We move on to the NHL, and we I've been really thinking about this game all day, like ever since last night. Oh. They have this miraculous opportunity the Knights do to close it out in Game 5 at the Fortress in front of their home crowd. It's set up perfectly for them. Just a little gentleman's sweep, right? Mm-hmm. Win the first three games, and then then they, they drop one. It's like, all right, we'll just give them one. Mm-hmm. Now we're kind of trending in some deep waters here, Boogie. Are we? Kind of nervous about this Game 6. Mm-hmm. Dallas Stars at home. Um, but what I've learned... In the sports betting racket, is expect the unexpected, and I think the public is thinking that the stars are going to force a seventh game back at home. Place, place is going to be rocking. But I want to remind everybody of something. Do you know who the best road hockey team was in the National Hockey League this season? Uh, The Las Vegas Golden Knights. The Golden Knights were the best road hockey team this year. And Dallas, and I could see the public perception as it is now. Oh, man. They got, they're going to force Game 7 now. They're going back home. They got their captain back. They got the momentum. They won the last two games. To quote my man Stone Cold Steve Austin, Ah! (laughs) Vegas Closes it out in six games. Circa Sports has them right now at plus 113. Go to Circa. If you don't have Circa, fly out here and go to Circa. And go bet the Vegas Golden Knights plus 113. Vegas wins game six on Memorial Day night. And goes. Night, no pun intended. And goes to the Stanley Cup final where they will play the Florida Panthers. Yeah, you know, actually, Jamie Benn comes back, like I said earlier in the uh, the show, uh, from that two-game suspension after uh, almost decapitating Mark Stone on the ice. I'd say. Um, uh, and, you know, that's their captain. Uh, they got some momentum going. Um, but the fact of the matter is, like you said, the Knights have been really good on the road. Um, and if you go back to the what we call, uh, and they are known as, as the originals uh, of this expansion team, uh, we have the misfits, and there still are six misfits on this roster, um, and they know how to win on the road. Some of them already have a Stanley Cup as their uh, on their resume as yeah. a winner. Uh, going back to that original 17-18 team, do you know to get to the uh, Stanley Cup, they actually close it out against the Winnipeg Jets on the road. They so they did, did win in five, uh, but it was on the road, and somehow these Knights like to travel. And yeah. so I'm going here all the way. Not a homer here. I'm just looking at the facts. And the Knights have a better, deeper roster here. And uh, I loved watching that Dallas crowd and how sad they were uh, the last time they were in Dallas. And I think that's exactly what's going to happen again. Yep. They're road warriors. Give me the Knights. Plus 105, plus 113, whatever you can catch it at. Plus money. Plus money here. Plus Knights money Knights will take care of business. And uh 
advance to the Stanley Cup, which will start next weekend. Give me the Knights plus money. They take care of business on Monday night. They get the week off. Stanley Cup's on Saturday or Sunday. I'm Road sure. Warriors, baby. Dude, go put your money there. Just and, and I know when to fade the Knights. I actually liked the Dallas Stars last night, if you could believe it. And I want to throw out some cash and some bets right now. As of right now, since the lines came out, 70% of the bets and 90% of the cash on the Stars and the Stars puck line. So, I mean, if you no. listen to the media... It's all Dallas. It's been Dallas even when it was 3-0. to zero. No. It's, it's been Dallas and Dallas, Dallas. I don't know what they're seeing here. You know, um, I, you know I love fading that narrative. I man. don't get it. I just don't understand. Everybody and their mama are going to take the Dallas Stars, and they're going to be in for a rude awakening financially whenever the Vegas Golden Knights go on the road and win game six and close this series out because that's exactly what's about to happen. Go get the Knights at plus money. They are plus money right now. Go get it while the getting's good. That's it for hockey. Let's move on to Memorial Day evening here, 5.30 on TNT. Coming off a classic Game 6, we have Game 7 between the Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics. And Boogie, when you look at this series as a whole, this has been such a back-and-forth series. And not the back-and-forth series that you would actually project. You had Miami winning the first three games by margin. And then you had the Celtics win the next two by margin. And then you have a pivotal Game 6 last night where... Boston had the lead for the majority of that game, but they blew it in the fourth quarter. Straight choke job. They fouled Jimmy Butler about three seconds to go, shooting a three, down two. Miami hit all three free throws. They go up one point. They inbound the ball. Marcus Smart hits a three. They don't box out. Derek White gets to the rim and tips it in at the buzzer. Beats the buzzer by .1 seconds. They initially called it no good, and then they called it good. Boston Celtics back from the dead, down three games to zero, tied the series at three to three, and moved their record in the last two postseasons to an astonishing twelve and one when facing elimination. Only loss in the last two postseasons when facing elimination: the Golden State Warriors in the NBA Finals last year. Huh. Unbelievable! And now it all goes back to Boston for game number seven. I can't stress enough. How demoralizing the Derek White tip back at the buzzer is for the Miami Heat. They could have just, they took the sound right out of the arena. They did. Everybody was quiet except for Boston. Now you move back to game seven. We talked about this yesterday that they were going to do this to the total. The total is set at 203 because it's a game seven. Should be pretty physical. Boogie, Boston versus Miami, Game 7. What is going to happen tomorrow night, and who is going to go to the NBA Finals to play the Nuggets? I mean, it's a hard toss-up call for me here on the uh, the actual game because the Heat has surprised the Celtics all, all series long, and they, they took two out of the three in Boston. Um, they are now in Boston again. Uh, and the Heat now, of course, are on the brink of elimination after having this historic 3-0 record swi- swiped away. Wiped away. Uh, the Celtics have been unbelievable. Um, and you could look at it either way. You could look at it as the Heat getting demoralized yep. and just pretty much give up. Yep. But the organization itself, the Miami Heat, and Eric Spolster has been there before. Um, I did watch an interview post-press last night with him, and 
he said they don't know how they're going to do it, but somehow they're going to come out a winner. Okay. I mean, that's what they got to say. Gotcha. Celtics, though, at home, I mean, they're laying eight points here. Like you said, it could be tight. I got to go with the Heat. I got to go with the Heat. Playoff Jimmy somehow gets it done. They keep it close. Whether they win or not, I don't know. Um, that crowd's going to be rocking in Boston. But I got to take the Heat plus the eight points. I think they give them a game. And I could see it going either way. But I got to take the Heat plus the eight. I said before I tossed it your way that you can't stress enough how demoralizing that buzzer beater is because you're realistically three seconds away from going to the NBA Finals as an eight seed. And uh, that happens. It just sucks the life out of you. And I watched these guys last night, and Boston controlled most of that game. And outside of the run that they made to get back into it, I just don't think Jimmy Butler has enough help. Um, Bam Adebayo has not played well in this series. Kyle Lowry has not played well in this series. I mean, who's his wingman? Duncan Robinson? Yeah, Tyler Hero's out. Duncan Robinson, who wasn't even in the rotation right. to start the postseason, has been his right-hand man. Gabe Vincent's been the one Gabe, that's chipping in. Gabe Vincent and Caleb Martin. Mm. I mean, this is where I'm at. From a demoralization standpoint, as well as the fact, if you remember what happens in the last two series when this happened to Boston. They played Milwaukee last year. We talked about this yesterday. They won game six in Milwaukee. And then they won and covered in Game 7. In the last round, they won Game 6 in Philadelphia to tie it. They won and covered in Game 7. They beat them 112-88. to 20-point win. I'm going with Boston. Drink bet. I'm sorry. They're minus 7.5 at Circa right now. So I'm going to buy the half a point. And I'm going to take Boston minus 7 at minus $1.20. I think Boston wins this game by double digits. I think Jason Tatum Jason Tatum had 51 points in game 7. Yeah. 51 points in game 7 against the Philadelphia 76ers. And I think Tatum goes crazy in this game. I think Jalen Brown does his thing. I think Marcus Smart does his thing. I think Derek White does his thing. I think Grant Williams hits some clutch threes. Al Horford has the veteran presence in the middle. Robert Williams will be swatting shots all over the place. They have too many weapons. They're the two seed for a reason. They Miami messed this up, man. They did. This will go down as the biggest collapse in NBA history because Boston's winning and covering Game 7. Setting up Boston versus Denver. Think about this. I was talking to you on my drive over here. What do you think the NBA and the people want? Do they want to see the Denver Nuggets against the eight seed? I don't think so. They want to see the one versus the two. Well, can they cover the eight? That is that is the question. I didn't say that they were going to win. I said they're going to cover the eight. That's where we're it's at. Game seven. Boston by double dips for me. Boogie thinks the Heat are going to hang in. We'll see what happens. That game's tomorrow night. And I don't like how they do this uh, combined. I actually don't mind it because I was sitting at the bar watching both at the same time. But they got the Knights game. Puck drop is at 5. And a tip-off for the NBA games at 5.30. And it actually worked out pretty well because the hockey game went into intermission 
when the NBA game tipped. And then when the first quarter of the NBA game was over, the hockey game played their second period. Right. Second period and second quarter ran together. And then what happened was the hockey game went into intermission right around the time that the NBA game went to halftime. Yep. So then you got the third period of the Knights game ending when the fourth quarter of the Heat game starts. You watch the Knights game. It, it, it's great. It's, it's been it, awesome. It's wonderful. It is a thing of beauty. Good luck to everybody, though. It's Good luck, everybody. It is Memorial Day weekend. It's Be been safe. an hour-long episode. That's how you know this is going to be fire. Go grab those baseball picks that we just gave out. Make sure you capitalize on our best bets, the Washington Nationals and the New York Yankees. Get on it. Get it while the getting's good. Happy Memorial Day weekend. Stay safe. Have fun. Sunday fun day, baby. Bear in out. Boogie out.